Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Structure, failed septic tanks, uh, fertilizer runoff, all that kills the seagrass, which kills the manatees. Um, if we don't fix the problems, the manatees will die, and we will waste our tax dollars on lettuce. There you go. Wow, aren't you a ray of sunshine? Speaker material right there, man. Yeah, man. Happy New Year to you, dude. McCarthy couldn't put that together. My God. Welcome back to the Jim Colbert Show, Real Radio 104.1. Your 4 o'clock keyword is cash, C-A-S-H. Just go to realradio.fm and send that away for your shot at $1,000. Again, that's cash. And remember, if you're in the game, you got to pick up your phone when it rings. That's how they tell you you won. Welcome back. I am Jim. Go ahead, buddy. What was that? He wasn't wrong. Yeah. Jack and Ross are right over there, and Deb has Animal House. She likes them fuzzy, oh, man, look at that thing. feathery, yeah. tough, and scaly. <laughs> it's time for Animal House with Deborah Roberts. And Animal House, as always, is brought to you by personal injury attorney Glenn Klausman of Klausman Law. We'll tell you how to get in touch with Glenn at the end of Animal House, but... Please join me in welcoming for the first segment of 2023. We have Christina O'Donnell, Senior Animal Ambassador and Keeper, and Sarah Hall, Educational Specialist with the Central Florida Zoo. Yay! Thank you guys for having us. And their very special guests know it's not Chipotle to eat, it's Chipotle the Savannah Monitor? Yeah, absolutely. So we like to have some fun names, and a lot of our team members really like eating Chipotle, and Chipotle the lizard here can be a little spicy sometimes, so we decided to name him Chipotle. <laughs> and you can see him for yourself at yeah. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, nothing but a little lizard here today. <laughs> or a lizard that stretches the entire width of your screen. Yes, basically. If he was fully in the middle of that screen, you could definitely see him. So he's definitely longer than the length of my so, arm. Now, we've seen monitors like on nice. all of the you know National Geographics where they're gigantic. They're you know Those are the, um, uh, what are they called? The um, Komodo dragons. The Komodo dragon. Oh, yeah. Now... He's big. There's no question. What's he about? Two and a half, three feet? Yeah, about. But is tip that, the tail. Is he adult? Yeah, this is full grown. It's full grown. Mm-hmm. Now, what separates, I mean, other than just geography, what separates these from the other, like, bigger monitors? Like, is just their habitat? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just going to depend on where they're from and kind of their adaptations for where they're living. Um, his size is perfect because he's big enough that not every single big predator is going to want to eat him. But he's also small enough that he can burrow into smaller places where he can have a lot of opportunities to kind of hang out and conserve his energy and bask during the day and not have to worry about so many big predators coming for And that's him. what they do? They burrow holes like a turtle or a gopher turtle would to, to live in? A little bit, yeah. They'll actually use um, termite mounds. Uh, it's a burrow, or like abandoned termite mounds or old termite mounds they'll dig into because they have some really strong claws that they can dig into there and then burrow in there. Wow. Make a little nest if it's a female about to lay eggs or something. Too. How, and how many legs, do, uh, legs, how many, <laughs> how many eggs does a, a Savannah monitor lay? They can lay about 50 to like 100. Yeah, what? or actually I think it's 50 to 50, yeah, 50 to 100. So, so, so it's going to depend on the, you know, obviously the individual as well. But yeah, yeah. they can definitely range quite actually, a bit. Actually, sorry, I meant five. Five to fifty. I got my numbers backwards. Okay. Sorry Ooh, about that. Yeah, five to like, fifty. Baby but girl's fifty busy. still. Yes, that is a lot. That's unreal. And how often do they mate? Like once a year? Once every two years? Or 
about every year. So yeah. they have a wet season and a dry season. So Don't they we all? Will... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, only for birthdays? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christmas too. Occasions. Special occasions. But, Thank you. Yeah, so they uh, will be eating more in the wet season because they're having more opportunistic feeding and things like that. But then they're going to burrow more in the dry season and right after they come out of the dry season, it usually is pretty opportunistic for a lot of animals because they kind of are coming out, waking up a little bit more, and then they'll do their mating, and then they have that opportunity to feast and, you know, form those little baby eggs. So African? Yep. So is, is that the only place? For this particular type, yes. Really? So he is found in western, eastern, central part of Africa. So in the central part of Africa, where, like, the Democratic Republic of Congo and right. things like that, he's going to be in the western, eastern part of that. Wow. What yeah. does he eat? Uh, so he is a carnivore. So our guy here, he gets little hoppers, which are frozen mice. He gets superworms, roaches, things like that out in the wild. He's going to be very opportunistic based off of what's in his area, but he can eat small rodents. He can eat small mammals. He eats other lizards, uh, especially if they're smaller than him, even if they're like his own kind. Really? He's very opportunistic. Wow. Um, Gang gangs. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpions, <laughs> bugs, things like that. So yeah. Basically gangs. whatever he can get a hold of. He actually has a uh, hyoid bone that is pretty flexible, so he can actually open his throat and swallow a very large prey hole. Really? Yeah. you got to check this thing out, jimcobertlive.com. It's pretty amazing. Uh, and what you're looking at on the screen is about a three-and-a-half-foot-long savanna monitor named Chipotle. <laughs> so you, you said frozen mice? Yeah, mm-hmm. so at the zoo, we have frozen ones that we feed him. Uh would not be very friendly to give him live prey. He's also uh, raised in human care, so he's not very skilled as being a hunter. Um, he's about five years old. He's actually starting to have a little bit of a cataract, so if we were to give him anything really live, he would probably struggle. Yeah. Frozen mice. How that they call hoppers. That's the thing that was my takeaway. Yeah, so they have different sizes. There's fuzzies, hoppers, mice, and then rats. And pinkies. And pinkies. Yeah, pinkies are really little ones, Yeah, right? they're the yeah. ones that are about like the size of the tip of your pinky. How, how morbid is your fridge over there? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, nutrition provides it's all that for us. Tim, and, and yeah. like Tim Burton's fridge. No, no doubt. Is it just like in like a to-go container or just like a wet bag? <laughs> so for ours, thing? we have yeah. them put in little Tupperware and they're labeled for the individual animals and for the individual. Yeah day but uh, nutrition you... gets to do all that so who's killing mice though no, thankfully they... we outsource that yeah you gotta bring yeah. them in all right well they're just... usually they're usually frozen for about a year to kill any parasites that might exist in them oh, um, really? they're usually they're like farm raised basically um and they're sub- special suppliers to the zoo yeah. so that way we can get nice clean fresh so spoiled um, prey. god so yeah, that, he's got a good diet. Yeah, yeah cuz I guess you wouldn't want him eating native prey not knowing what Correct. herbicides, pesticides, fertilizers yeah. per that last person's callback uh that would just destroy the animal and everything else. Exactly. So is exactly. there a number one predator like hyenas, wild dogs and stuff like that or what what get, what people. gets after them? Unfortunately, for most animals that are out there nowadays, it is people because of lack of habitat and then also unfortunately people will hunt them for their hides. Um, I wouldn't doubt bushmeat would be an issue for them as well Um, because they can burrow and they only bask in the sunlight when it's more safe for them to do so. They're not really at at risk from higher animals like hyenas. Hyenas also are so much bigger than this guy that if they're going to spend that energy hunting, they want it to be really worth the energy. So he wouldn't provide a whole lot of... uh, nutrients for that hyena or some other big animals but so he's an ambush hunter right because obviously you can't like run anything down yeah know? so he pretty much sneaks up on them and so even though we Does feed he, our guy he uh, looks awfully sleepy <laughs> here on the counter i gotta say he's not this ambushing one, he's a little spoiled for yeah. sure keeps um, taking a yeah. nap he had 10 heart, hot garlic <laughs> pinkies before he came today he's, he's acting like my dad pretending <laughs> like he's just resting his eyes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. resting them absolutely but he is very important out in the environment because 
he can eat those small rodents and things like that. It does help with the ecosystem, making sure that certain species are being kept in check. Man, that tail, you know, I, you know, we've had a lot of lizards in. That tail is substantial. Like the top of that thing is like the top of a baseball bat. Is that a weapon in his world? Yeah, it definitely could be. So it's very muscular. So this is all muscle going yeah. down. And if he was feeling threatened, he can definitely slash that around. And so you could get whipped by a Chipotle tail. Um, out in the wild or if he's showing discomfort for us here at the zoo that would be one of the indicators but thankfully he's very comfortable with us he's an ambassador animal we normally don't see those kind of behaviors from him Um, but he can also kind of like thrash it against the ground so that it makes a sound hopefully to kind of also scare off predators or things like that well what's interesting is he the holes for his ears are giant they are i'm interested because they are so large oh so he can contract them closed because with all that burrowing i would think it would be very difficult for them to keep yes. that amount of sand out of their ears. Yes, and actually their nostrils, too. If you notice, their nostrils kind of face backwards a little bit. That way there's not as much sand getting into them when they are d- digging and burrowing or like just because they live in the savanna, it could be pretty sandy. So it helps protect their nose and their ears. It's so, so crazy. If you block off like just behind his eyes back, he looks like a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with legs, right? Yeah, yeah, For yeah. sure. Yeah, man. And he's got very much similar texture as that as well. So he's got, you know, you can see kind of the scales and things like that. But So eats once a day and that, that lasts? I mean, does he have a, a, like a calorie count he takes in? because <laughs> It is I mean, the I'm new year. Of, I'm interested <laughs> because they don't do a lot. Right? Right. They, they, they conserve most of their energy until they hunt. Of course, he doesn't have to worry about that. So right. you don't want to get in fat. Yeah, so they're in the, eating uncut mice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so in the wet season, they're going to try to stock up on as much food as they can just because that's when food is abundant. And then in the dry season, they're going to use those fat restores, uh, reserves that they have. Chipotle here uh doesn't have any issues with that, obviously. We feed him very well. Uh, he gets fed at least five, six times a week. It's only once a day, but he does have a couple of fast days for reptiles. You want them to have a fast day. They don't have a super fast metabolism. So if you just fed them constantly, oh, yeah, it's just, just... going to take a lot longer for that metabolism to work through it. Wow. Well, listen, we only have a couple minutes left, but I know that there's a lot of uh, upcoming opportunities for folks to not only see Chipotle, but all of the other animals at the Central Florida Zoo. So, Sarah, let us know about what's coming up, including the Asian Lantern Festival that's still taking place. It is still going on. Uh, There's two weekends left, Thursday through Sunday. Uh, It ends January 15th. Um, It's presented by Publix, and it is a great, awesome, fun time. It's a really great fundraiser for the zoo since we're nonprofit. Uh, So it's a really great way to help support us. Um, and support our conservation. Yeah, Jack went uh, during the yeah, holidays and ended that. up taking some killer photos yes. at some of the lanterns. I know, you don't even have to be a great photographer. Pretty much all pictures come out really well of all those. It's really great. But no, your Thanks. pictures were fantastic. I saw them. <laughs> but also, February 11th, we have coming up our uh, Bluegrass Indigo Barbecue um, out at okay, our... Hold on, hold on. You have to stop there. Oh, sorry. Bluegrass Indigo. What is the indigo yes. part of that? Yes, so it's our Orient Center for Indigo Conservation, our... Um, our lead, we're a leading breeding um, uh, facility for conservation of for indigo snakes? eastern indigos, yes. Which is one of the most beautiful snakes on planet Earth, by the way. Very much so, yes. Uh, I love them. And so that's out at OCIC, the Orient Center for Indigo Conservation in Lake County. Um, but to get tickets, you need to go to, uh, one good link would be to go to our Instagram, our center's Instagram page at, at indigo underscore center. Um, and there's a link in the bio. Bro's tongue is long. I know. And <laughs> yeah. it's forked. I mean, like a snake. Yeah, yeah. It's really long. And it's it's actually pretty substantial too. It's not like a it's it's no joke. I like, think he got upset his massage wasn't It's to get in those crevices to find like termites ants. and other animals right. or bird nests and things like that. Wow, so, so it's sticky? Like when he I mean No, it's just so he can reach it deep oh. in there and smell it. Because he's got the Jacobs in Oregon just like a snake. Gotcha. So that's why it's forked. 
So he's got but, a really good sense of smell with his tongue. You're right, Jim. That thing looks like a snake. And <laughs> I remember the story. Now, that's right. The forked tongue allows them to smell not only the air, but which direction and what Correct. it is that they're smelling, right? Yes. yes. Which, which, is is amazing. Just, which is amazing. It's fascinating. Like three little flicks. That thing knows everything. Yeah. Genuinely it's, amazing. Yeah, that is. This has been a true pleasure seeing this thing. Yeah, I have thank to tell you, you guys. I'm, awesome. not, I'm not super crazy about reptiles or whatever, but that thing looks cool. I mean, that's something like I would say, well, that'd be a cool pet to have. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to. I'm no. sure that's not what you want to do, but I mean. <laughs> not, not the greatest, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as easy to care for. <laughs> better to go see him at the Central Florida yeah. Zoo. Yeah. 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 And by the way, if you missed any of that, centralfloridazoo.org. Yes. And uh, I'll be posting the uh, Animal House podcast later on today. But Christina, Sarah, and Chipotle, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for checking yeah. out thank you the first much. segment of Animal House of 2023. Woo-hoo. But just like last year, Animal House is generously brought to you by Glenn Klausman of Klausman Law. So if you or someone you know and love have been in a car, truck, even a motorcycle accident, here's just a couple of reasons why you need to call Glenn Klausman. One, he never passes you off to a caseworker, but will personally handle your case so much so that he's going to give you his personal cell phone number and then pick it up when you call. Just a couple of reasons why year after year he's voted uh, lawyer, super lawyer, and legal elite. So if you've been in an accident, give him a call at 407-917-1718 or check him out online at ClausmanLaw.com. That's K-L-A-U-S-M-A-N Law.com. Thanks, Deb. 407-916-1041. Text us, 77031. Your 4 o'clock keyword is cash, C-A-S-H. Go to realradio.fm and send that away for your shot at $1,000. Back in a sec with more of the Jim Colbert Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.